Welcome in everybody to our week six pregame preview show. In this edition of I Don't Know Jim, we will give you all of our picks for the upcoming slate, give you a quick Monday Night Football recap, go over our week six power rankings, highlight some of the exciting matchups from the weekend, including Bills Chiefs and Cowboys Eagles on Monday night. Monday Night Football recap, the Chiefs coming back from a big deficit, defeating the Raiders by a final of 30-29. to Now, Jim, tell me this whole time you're watching the TV, you weren't saying, oh, the Chiefs are winning this game. The Chiefs are going to win this game. doesn't matter how much they're disrupt by, the Chiefs are going to win. And they did exactly that. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns. The Raiders really here did not get much going on offense. They had those two bombs from Carr to Adams. But other than that, they really didn't move the ball all that well. It's kind of stunned because it felt like a game the Raiders like really desperately needed to win. Mm-hmm. And they just, just came up short. I shout out them for covering. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, they went down 17, and I was like, what is Chiefs money liner right now? Like, let me let me take a look. Yeah. The Chiefs are scary. I feel bad for the Raiders, man. It feels like their season is just done. But, like, they look serviceable enough that they shouldn't be a 1-4 team. It's that crazy. record's deceiving. It's crazy to me you can have the Raiders at 1-4 and, and, like, the Giants at 4-1. and one. Yeah. It's just hilarious. <laughs> This league, and, man. Uh, that's, that's the only thing that matters. No one cares how you do it. Nope. I mean, I guess people care, but it doesn't matter. Bill Parcells said it best. You are what your record says you are. Right now, that would mean they're the worst team in the league. They have a Ooh. very limited time to put it together here. Maybe they can talk it over during the bye, but geez, dude. It has been pretty dark for a roster that talented. I don't know. Maybe they can go on one of those Miami Dolphins runs uh, when they were back under Brian Flores. Fitzmagic got them going. Yeah, one just like seven straight for no reason. That'd be wild. Seven straight, they're eight and four. You know, back in it. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, if they just win out, win win out. (laughs) Why not? They could be (laughs) thirteen and four. That's fine. I mean, that always makes me laugh a little too. Is that? Some of the takes we're, we're spewing right now could mean nothing. Could mean nothing at the end of the season. But Oh, absolutely. It's still relatively early in the yeah. grand scheme. I'm going to start us off by patting us on the back a little bit here, Jim. Last week, you were 11-4-1, and, and I was 10-5-1. So props to us. Love it. But time for a new segment. We are going to be giving you our power rankings heading into week six. And to keep it short, we're just going to give you our top five. Alex, I'll hand it off to you. Give me your top five teams heading into the week. Thanks, Jim. This is a truly groundbreaking segment. Um, 
you're witnessing history here. But without further ado, here is my top five right now. Number one, I got the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Number two, I've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. At number three, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. At number four, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. At number five, I have the San Francisco 49ers. All right, Jim, I like that. So my top three are the same as you. I've got Bills, Eagles, Chiefs. However, after that, at number four, I have the 49ers. And then at five, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, give me a break. Now, 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 now. Their defense is the only reason I'm putting them there. And, I mean, it's not to say their offense hasn't been okay, but you're telling me right now, Ravens, Cowboys, who's winning? I'm going to tell you the Cowboys win that game. I think that they're in a better position right now. I would tell you to seek help. From a medical professional. That is ludicrous. <laughs> oh, my days, Jim. <laughs> it doesn't even help that you said right now, too. Like if Cooper Rush rolls into M&T Bank. Oh, my days, Jim. Welcome, one. Welcome all to the week six preview show of I Don't Know Jim. We're going to preface this with we've got our first bye weeks. Mm. Lions, Texans, Raiders, and Titans will not be making appearances on this episode. But Very we can sad. start it off with the most thrilling, the most exhilarating primetime game this season. The Commanders heading to Chicago to take on the Bears. Spread is one in favor of the Commanders currently. That's crazy. And the over-under sitting at 38. Jim, what what are we thinking here? I'm making the stank face right now, dude. This game stanky, stanky face. is so gross. I don't even want to talk about it, really. But I really feel like it's going to be an entertaining one. These teams are just so, like, can't get out of their own way. Can't figure anything out to be productive. You got Ron Rivera pretty much blaming... The commander's struggles on Carson Wentz being a bum. That was pretty bad. Um, but honestly, I think I'm going to take the Bears plus one in their little orange unis that they got going now. You, have you seen those? Their new oranges? They look pretty fresh. I think they look terrible. <laughs> but I think I'm Huh? By, fresh, by fresh, I mean they look pretty good if you're cleaning up garbage on the side of a highway. But. <laughs> I mean, you might as well be in this one. <laughs> but oh, to the actual gridiron here, I like the Bears. The sole reason, I think, is that the Bears' secondary is pretty strong. I know they just got torn to shreds by Justin Jefferson, but honestly, who hasn't? And that's the commander's strength. The commanders can't run the ball. The commander's defense is putrid. Not that the Bears' offense is fantastic, but I think that the Bears will be able to, you know, get in Carson Wentz's way, shut down their receivers. Um, and I think that's the difference here, honestly. Maybe Justin Fields can get going um, and their running attack can do something here. Uh, you know, we, we might disagree here. I'm going to take the commanders. Um, mm. Do you know Carson Wentz is 6-0 and in his career on Thursday Night Football? You know, he's not good at a lot of things, but playing on Thursday, he's good. Interesting stat. Not to say that I don't disagree with the points you made, 
but I think an over overwhelming point you you forgot was that whenever the Bears are expected to win, they lose. Anytime you put your hope in the Chicago Bears to do anything remotely good for you, they let you down. So the fact that you're on the Bears, Jim, coupled with Carson Wentz's undefeated good. Thursday night football record, and you know on the Twitter sphere apparently the money's going in on the Commanders. I'm, I'm gonna ride with the Commanders minus one. I also like the over, weirdly enough, in this game. I think um, it's going to be sloppy. I do, too. I think that's a low number, and yeah, they're two pretty not great offenses. I don't think we're going to get a Colts-Broncos type game. I think we're going to be in for a little bit better showing offensively. Oh, it'll definitely be a treat. I think it's going to be, you know, we'll, we'll get a couple turnovers, maybe a couple big plays here and there. Um, my only counter to you is, like, you got to pick one of them here. And I'm going to side with the Bears, and you're going to side with Carson Wentz. I'm not saying one is right because they're not the best options, but I like I just like the Bears in this spot, I guess. That's my point. No, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, if this was a trial by combat, you have two fools battling. So Now to my team, the Patriots, visiting the Cleveland Browns. Right now the Browns are favored by two and a half. Jim. I like the Patriots here. I think their rushing attack is going to be the difference. I saw a stat. It was DVOA. It measures a defensive effectiveness against the run. And the Cleveland Browns were ranked 32nd. And obviously, they just got torn to shreds by Austin Eckler and the Chargers on the ground. That's the Patriots' strength. Patriots' defense has played well at this point. So I like them plus two and a half. Yeah, Jim, this line's come down from three earlier, which is a pretty key number, as we know. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know how I feel about this game, in all honesty. My head from previous weeks that I've met, I keep saying, like, oh, I like the Browns in the spot. I like the Browns in the spot. And, you know, when I first looked at this game, I thought, you know, I kind of like the Browns in the spot. Because <laughs> they, they keep losing, and I keep expecting them to, you know, come home or, like, yeah, come home and win a game. But they just still don't look that good. No, nope. I kind of like the what the Patriots are doing. What with the line at two and a half, I think I'm going to take the Browns, Jim. If it was at wow. three, I think Patriots. I know that half points like not all that important, but I'm I'm going to go with the Browns. I think. Yeah. Interesting here. Okay. They um, just lost a bad one at home. They've been a decent red zone, like get getting to the red zone team, and they just haven't been making good decisions, making good play calls up there. I don't know. I, I like the spot again. I'm probably going to get burned again, but I got to do it. Yeah, obviously it's scary with Bailey Zappi going in there, but you know what, dude? He's been he's been pretty decent to this point, and I don't think he's going to do anything that really puts the Patriots in a bad spot. Brown's defense has been very underwhelming. Um and I, I give the edge to the Patriots Patriots defense against the Browns offense. I know that they have an elite rushing attack, but I don't think they'll be able to throw the ball. I think that's okay. going to make a huge difference. I think you're making some astounding points. Um, I just like the Browns in this spot, and you know I'm I'm I keep I'm going to keep saying that each week till I get proven right. But hey, you um, know what? <laughs> Hopefully, it's just not this week. Hopefully, it's a week I agree with you. <laughs> Well, that was a healthy discussion regarding the Patriots and Browns. Let's move on to Steel City. Bucks heading to Pittsburgh. Line is eight. Bucks are favored. 
Yeah, mine. <laughs> I know I crowned the Steelers as the number one overall pick team next year. I think I'm taking the Steelers with the points here. Yeah, I don't know how you can do that. <laughs> I mean, you just saw what the Bills did to them. The Bills aren't the Bucks, but man, I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for them to have their explosion. I don't know what's going on, why they haven't been the same offense they were in years previous, obviously with Brady. Um, I think it happens this week, too. The Steelers are brutal across the whole entire board. Jim, I I know, and I know how much the Steelers stink, but Tomlin's been pretty good as a home dog. Eight points is a lot. And the offense hasn't looked, like you just said, that great. And, you know, even when the Bucks do go up big, like last week they were up 21, somehow a bad team gets let back in at the end of the game. Not to win, but to cover. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I Like, rookie quarterback, second start, Buccaneers defense. In my opinion, that's a forget about it. And the Pittsburgh and the you know Pittsburgh's defense is not what they used to be. They're not no, even close no. yeah. to what they were last year. Yep. And obviously that has a lot to do with TJ Watt not being there. I, I just feel so inclined to take the Bucks minus eight. Yeah, no, that's another thing that scares me is that when all signs point to it, I need to go the other way. I, everyone's going to be thinking the Bucks are going to blow them out. That is what I'm thinking. I like Steelers at home to cover eight at least, man. Strange things have happened, so you can ride it. I'm going to uh, ride it. I think this whole episode, we're going to disagree on almost every game. So It appears that way so far. I don't, I don't think we need to spend too much more time arguing over this one. We can just argue about the next one. Sounds good. 49ers, Falcons. Falcons, five and a half point home underdogs. And I love the 49ers here, man. Tell me why you like the Falcons. I do like the Falcons. Tell me why. (laughs) I think the 49ers are on a second game of a road trip after just curb stomping the Panthers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the Falcons are gritty enough to stay in these games. I know the Niners do have like the best defense in the league. Oh, it, there it is. There and it is. They can cover five and a half here at home with the Niners. Back-to-back road games are tough, man. Yeah, I hear you. And the Falcons are undefeated against the spread, right? To this point? Uh, it was either undefeated or like four and one. Uh, that's that's going to end this weekend, dude. That's got to end. I think that maybe if this was, you know, Six and a half, seven, I would think differently. But the Niners, man, they're starting to click. That running game is going. Jimmy G is doing what they need him to do. And their defense looks awesome. And the Falcons have been pretty much anemic on the offensive side of the ball. I'm going to give their defense some credit. They've definitely improved over what they were last year. But in my opinion, the 49ers are just going to snuff them out here in the spot you know i don't even know if kyle pitts is going to play 
I, I don't think Cordell Patterson is going to be available for them either. Fair, reasonable, intelligent points, Jim. I just, I just go where that ball go. I got that dog. I just throw a ball, uh, run after that ball. Ooh, Falcons plus five and a half. Give me that ball. Okay, let's see if we'll agree on this next one. We got Jets heading to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Packers favored by seven and a half right now. I like the Jets. All right, me too, man. Me too. That's a gnarly, gnarly hook, from in my opinion. Somehow it's going to be like eight points with like a missed PAT, <laughs> like a random two point. There's always some madness here. It butchers it. I just, I, I mean, I think the Jets are a reasonable team this year. Um, a seven and a half point spread to me is like a pretty good team versus a pretty god awful team. Um, I know they're on the road, but I think the Jets are. You know, they look at least middle of the pack at, at worst, in my opinion. And it's not like the Packers have really shown so far this season at all. I mean, I guess it's maybe the bounce back spot where they come back from their London game and just are firing on all cylinders to send a message that uh, that was a fluke loss, which it was. But <laughs> I think seven and a half is too much. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of questioning myself on this one. But at the end, I think you're right. I think seven and a half is a lot. And I think the Jets are coming together here. They haven't really beaten any impressive teams. But last week was the first time I've seen the Jets offense be, you know, explosive since I can remember, to be honest with you. Packers defense has underperformed vastly to this point. And sneaky, like, the, the Jets have a playmaker on the outside, Sauce Gardner. He's been awesome. I and I know that the Packers don't have a true number one, but I think that does make a difference for them. I think they're going to try to run the ball a ton with Jones and Dylan, but I like the Jets to cover here. I I'm going to say this loud and clear. I do not think they win. I think that you know most likely scenario they they lose by five to seven. It's at least a touchdown. But yeah, I like them to cover. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I mean, win talks a little crazy for sure. Um, seven and a half. You know, yeah. just, just too many. And now uh, we can take you down to South Beach, the Dolphins welcoming in the Vikings. Right now, the Vikings are favored by three and a half on the road in sunny Miami against Skylar Thompson, the seventh round rookie quarterback, making his first NFL start. And after saying that, I'm going to take the Vikings minus three and a half. I personally think that if Tua or Teddy were involved here and this number was the same, I would want to take the Dolphins. However, that that difference at quarterback is huge, man. Wow. What a revelation. If you're getting the Dolphins at plus three and a half at home with Tua. Yeah, that. (laughs) No, I agree with you. Um, I mean, Skyler didn't look miserable. I mean, he was in a tough spot last week. But also, I don't trust him. Correct. At all. Correct. And, I, I you know, the Vikings, it's a weird opponent because, again, the Vikings haven't shown me too, too much to be like, yeah, these guys are legit. I know they're 4-1, and one, but I'm also going to take the Vikings with minus 3.5 here. Um, 
I know it's a road game. Miami's kind of a hard place to play. That's just, the thing that scares me. Yeah. That's the thing no, that scares me. Scares that, me. Uh, the dome yeah. team in the Miami Heat scares me. All right. Well, well, let's think about this, Jim. We got Kirk Cousins in a one o'clock slate. Okay. That's that's good. That's so good. It's immediately better than every other version of himself. Correct. I just, you know, in the battle of the quarterbacks, I reluctantly take Kirk Cousins over Skyler. I mean, yeah, Kirk is definitely a better quarterback. But it makes me nervous, man. It really does. I would love to, I would love to dub this one like a you know a a lock. I can't. I'm gonna take the Vikings reluctantly, I think. Solely based on that quarterback difference. Yeah. I mean that's good enough for me. It's good enough reasoning too. Or just mm. you know, and if Skyler if Skyler comes out and takes my money, props to you, Skyler. But I will not be putting money on Skyler and having <laughs> you know. If he can be a gym and, you know, take it from me, hats off, Sky. Uh, next up, we got my Baltimore Ravens heading to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants, who are 4-1. and one. What? Crazy. <laughs> Ravens are favored by 5.5. Um, you know, gut instinct, just first, first glance, yeah, hammer the Ravens. But... I've been a Ravens fan for a long enough time to get worried about games like these that we should be winning by at least five and a half. I don't know how much you keep up to date with the, you know, Ravens Bengals Twitter. The Bengals fans were talking a lot of nasty after beating up on the Ravens JV players last year. Of course saying they were they, saying they now own the division, you know, Ravens down bad Ravens stink. And, you know, oh, now we got a healthy secondary. Lamar beats the Bengals last week. It was an emotional game. I don't like betting on teams after big emotional victories at home, and then they go on the road the next week. That said, I will be taking the Ravens minus five and a half because I think they are a way better football Giants. Yes, sir. That record, that four and one is extremely deceiving. And you want to talk about teams coming off of emotional wins here. In my opinion, that Giants win was their Super Bowl, dude. In a foreign country, in a little primetime slot, against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, heavy favorites. And they take them down? Are you kidding me? This team is riding the highest they will for the entire season. I like the Ravens here. I mean... I think that Lamar is playing at an MVP level right now. I agree. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do the things to to stop him that we have seen. I mean, you know, he wasn't too explosive against the Bengals last week, but that team is different. You know, the, the Giants defense presents some problems, and Dexter Lawrence has had a pretty incredible year to this point. Uh, but outside of him, man, you know, they have Kayvon Thibodeau, but – I'm I'm not too afraid of their defense. I like the Ravens minus five and a half. And speaking of the Bengals here, Jim. Bombs. We've got the Bengals visiting the Saints in the Superdome. Right now, Bengals are two-point favorites. 
I think that I'm gonna have to go with the Bengals here. Yeah, I agree. It scares me though because the Saints defensive front is kind of scary. They got Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport. Um, and outside they can match up. Marshawn Lattimore can probably shout out Chase slash Higgins. But man, I don't trust the Saints. When they do things on offense like last week, like they pulled Taysom Hill out of a box one or two weeks a year, and nobody can stop him for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I All know. of a sudden it's like he's this god god mode football player. Um I think they'll be prepared. I don't know why the Seahawks got caught off guard like that. I mean, you know that the Saints like to do that, especially with Jameis Winston not being there. But I don't even think his status matters in this one. I, I really like the Bengals minus two. Yeah, Jim, I'm going to take the Bengals minus two here for pretty much all the same reasons. I know the Saints are at home, but they, they again, they, they haven't really impressed me all that much this year. Um, you know, if I had to put a draft pick on them, say like maybe 10th overall, give or take. Ooh, okay, we're top 10 in them now. Okay. All right, found 11th overall. So 11, all right, so not top 10. 10, so don't panic if you're a Saints fan. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I don't think they're wholly impressive. I think the Bengals have aspirations to at least make it back to the playoffs. What are they sitting at, two and three right now? I believe so. Kind of, I don't want to say it's a must win, but the difference between three and three and two and four, kind of a big deal. Uh, I think they go down to New Orleans and take care of business. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm going to make this my be a gym pick of the week. Pick of the Ooh. week here. Yeah, don't look now. And I said it before. Hashtag not gambling advice. They are two and zero. Oh, these be a gym picks, two and zero oh on the season. I've not lost. If you've been being a gym, so let's make it three here. We can take things on down to Indianapolis now. Then Jaguars heading to face the Colts. Colts favored by two. Jim, I don't think there's a divisional, like, whenever teams in this division play, AFC South, I hate I hate them. AFC hate South's a trap. Divisional games. AFC South is a trap. <laughs> You're better off just throwing it at a dartboard. It's insanity. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts, though. Okay. They're getting lost down in Jacksonville. They cannot afford to be swept by the Jags this year. I know the O-line's a mess, but they're going to do some reshuffling this week in practice. And yeah, you've been talking to Frank. <laughs> yeah, he's been hitting my line. I just think they need to win this game. I know they have issues. I know the Jags kind of had a letdown last week. Maybe they come back and show us that that was a fluke, but I like the Colts here. Yeah, I like the Jags here, Jim. And usually I only like the Jags against the Colts when they're playing in Jacksonville. But the Colts have been an absolute wreck to this point. And maybe they get Jonathan Taylor back this week. I don't know his status. But even in their first matchup, he really didn't do anything. I think the Jags defense is going to get after Matt Ryan. I, I saw a, a pretty crazy stat that he is on pace to have the most fumbles in an NFL season in NFL history. That's, that's unreal. That's ridiculous. It, yeah, and... The, the Jaguars' defense is young and fast, and I think they're going to get after him. You know, they got Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker coming off the edges. That's scary. I, I think that Trevor Lawrence will get back on track here. 
Uh, and I'm going to take Jags plus two. I think they win this game outright. I think they're the better team. Let's move on to the Panthers heading to the Rams. I like the Panthers a lot in this game, Jim. Why is that? I know I use them as my personal punching bag. Now that Matt Rule's gone, I, I'm a huge fan of betting on teams the week after their coach is fired. It's a big prove-it game to show, hey, you know, the coach was the problem. It was that bum Matt Rule's fault. We stunk. Not me. I mean, they still stink, but, you know, they'll play with a little more heart and spirit. And then secondly, okay. I don't think the Rams should be, like, laying 10 points to anyone in this league. No, they the do not look good. They no. do not look good. You're telling me they're going to beat the Carolina – you're telling me they're going to beat any team in this league by 10. That offense is miserable right now. And I don't think the Panthers' defense is that bad. I think most of their struggles is, you know, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, one of the problems in that role, but Baker's still there. P.J. Walker's starting this, right? Yeah, Baker's hurt. I'm a big P.J. Walker guy. I love the Panthers plus 10. You kind of just convinced me, dude. As much as I hate it, okay, because I do. You're missing your starter, and you have an interim head coach. I believe it's Steve Wilkes. Some reason they kept Ben McAdoo, who's their offensive coordinator, and obviously their offense has been the problem. Yeah, hot. I, I don't know how you explain that one. The Rams. I just saw the report. Cooper Cup did not participate today in practice. Neither did Aaron Donald. That's scary. If I'm them, their offensive line has been horrible. Panthers' defense is underrated. So I'm with you here. I'm taking the Panthers plus ten. Love it, Jim. Glad I could convince you. All right, Jim, we got another battle of the birds here. Cardinals headed up to Seattle, take on Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Seahawks, right now, two and a half point home dogs. I'm taking the Cardinals here. Yeah, me too, Jim. Um, I don't know if we ever established whether a Seahawk was real or not. It is not a real bird. Does a Cardinal win by default in their real life battle then? I don't know. I think if we conjured up a Seahawk, it would kick a Cardinal's ass. Well, yeah. By existing, do you beat a non-existing thing in theory? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to throw a pull up for that one. I don't know. Anyway, Jim, back to football. Yeah, I like the Cardinals minus two and a half here as well. Um, I, I mean, as Great as it has been to see, you know, Geno Smith ball. That defense is miserable. Horrible. I really think the Cardinals are going to be able to move the ball and score a lot. Maybe a challenge, but if they can keep Geno Smith in check, they should win this game. It's, it sounds crazy, but Geno really has been a stud to this point. But you're right, man. This is a total get-right game for that Cardinals offense. This this Seahawks defense is miserably bad. Miserably bad. Uh, but I am going to say a quick shout-out to Tariq Wollin, their rookie corner. Dude's huge. I think he's like 6'2", 6'3". And he was clocked as one of the fastest players ever on a football field last week. That was pretty cool. But anyways, I think the Cardinals, their offense does, you know, Go crazy this game. I think that Kyler Murray hopefully will start to to run the ball a little more on on some design things. 
they haven't really done that too much this year, which is shocking because he's so good with the ball in his hands. Uh, but I, I love him here. I don't think that the Seahawks defense is going to be able to stop him at all. We've got a game that I thought was in a primetime slot, but isn't. I don't know how Bill's Chiefs doesn't get a night game. That's beyond me. But Bills are heading to Arrowhead. Take on the Chiefs. Right now, the Bills are favored by two and a half. And I like the Bills minus two and a half here. You know, I, I saw a stat earlier today that Pat Mahomes is 7-0-1 as a home underdog against the spread. And honestly, I think that this Bills team is just too good. I think the Chiefs are a great team too. But I think the Bills defense, I think that I think that the that I think the Bills defense is the best unit that the Chiefs are gonna face this year. And I also think that Josh Allen will be just fine here in this spot. And and honestly, this game's gonna be high scoring. I think we can both agree on that. But man, I, I love the Bills this year. I just do. Yeah, I'm with you, Jim. Um, I'm always a little hesitant whenever all this, you know, so and so's X, Y, and Z against the spread in their career. Whenever that propaganda gets pushed on my timeline, mm. I always get a little concerned. And mm. my thinking here is, you know, at two and a half, it's, I mean, it's obviously not money line, but it's like pretty close to it. Yep. I think the Bills have taken a step up from last year, personally. For sure. And we, I mean, that game we watched, AFC Championship, high scoring affair, you know, either team could have won it. And of course, the Chiefs did. Oh, that was an AFC Championship. That was divisional, wasn't it? Yeah, it was close enough, though. You had me shaking my head. Whatever. <laughs> AFC Championship two games, two years ago. Yeah, but that wasn't the one I was referring to. Yeah. All right. Divisional one, divisional, whatever. Point being, last year, these two teams were pretty even. I think the Chiefs are still a great, great team. Yep. But I think the Bills are better than they were last year. I'm with you. And, you know, I'd understand if it was like, you know, the Chiefs are an underdog against some other team that isn't named the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Yeah, I'd ride with Pat Mahomes there. I think the Bills, I dude, I think they got a chip on their shoulder too. For sure. I think they are going to come to Arrowhead. I'm, they're not going to smack them, but I think they're coming there to win. They're coming there to send a message. Yeah, I'm okay with putting my money in Josh Allen's hands. Bills minus two and a half. This is a game they had marked on their calendar the second it was scheduled. For sure. For sure. I'm with you, dude. I love that reasoning. All right, you intro the last one so I can do this one, and you can even keep that in when you're editing. All right. All right. Let's let's, let's (laughs) roll. Cowboys headed by Koopa Rush. Head into Philadelphia. Jim, this line is six and a half in favor of the Eagles. Now, off my initial instinct, I saw it at five and a half early this week. This is the first time I'm seeing it at six and a half while we're recording. My th- initial thought is that is too many points. Okay. But I think the Eagles are very, very good. Yep. And I think the Cowboys, I don't want to discredit their opponents. The Rams didn't look very good. They're not the Rams we think they are. They're not the Rams that won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't think their wins have been all that impressive. And Cooper, the, the crazy thing is, Jim, 
it's the Dallas defense that's been winning them these games. It hasn't been the offense. I know we yep. look around about it's Cooper Rush's team. That offense hasn't looked good. No, they've just gotten the job done. Yeah, um, and that's fine. You know, win the game, cool. I think I'm going to take the Eagles minus six and a half. Yeah, me too. Uh, like you just said, Cowboys offense, they have gotten the job done against some mediocre to straight up bad teams. And that'll win you the game. When you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles at the link, that's not going to get it done. There is no way that they're going to be able to keep up with this Eagles team. There, The Eagles are far too dynamic. And I understand that Dallas's defense is great. But I just think that they present too many issues. They can they can run the ball. They've got receiving threats. Jalen Hurts can can keep it himself. You know, and that the Eagles defense is also a like a good unit too. So I'm I'm with you here. I'm gonna take the Eagles minus six and a half. Just I mean, I think it's another game circle too, man. I think the Eagles want to send a message. I think they're ready to be the premier team. Be the, the dogs team. in the beast. Yeah. And to the last game of week six, the Broncos visiting the Chargers. Monday night football. Right now the Chargers are favored by five. And Jim, you're gonna have to talk me out of the Broncos plus five. Talk me out of it, please. I won't because I'm on it too. Oh man, no. Oh no. Dude, are you kidding me? The Chargers. The Chargers, there's this thing with the Chargers. There's this infatuation that they're a better team than they are. Yes. Their defense is Swiss, dude. Extremely disappointing. They were billed as a top-tier unit coming into the season. And it has. It's been disappointing. And, you know, as bad as the Broncos have been, their defense has been stellar. They have. Opinion. I think they've had a very good defense so far this season. Yep. And I think five is a lot for a divisional game. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just too many. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Broncos will be able to run the ball. I think they'll be able to maybe hopefully that opens up the passing game for, you know, Russ finally. I don't know what their issue is. God only knows. I mean, I think they're going to be able to move the ball fine enough. The defense will be able to hold the Chargers, you know, better than others have. And I think this will be a one possession game. Yeah, I see this one as maybe the Chargers get ahead, but aren't able to pull away. They haven't been able to do that all year long. Mm-hmm. You know, and this, like you said, the Broncos defense, they're a good unit. They're, in my opinion, that's a top five defense. And maybe Russell Wilson gets right this week. I know he had surgery on that torn lat. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know exactly what the recovery looks like on that or how much that's going to affect his throwing. But regardless, I like him to cover five. I only think that they can go up from where they were on, on Thursday night last week. That was like the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. All right, everybody, that is going to do it for our week six pregame preview show. As always, we appreciate you giving us a listen. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at IDK Gym Podcast. And again, we appreciate it. Take care. And we'll see you next week. Peace.